to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they're full of sadness or levity from maybe not to celebrity we're it's all been done the podcast he just says whatever it's my co-host evan well we're here together he wouldn't miss a second of the fun it's my co-host saker are you having fun big boy you know i am <laughs> i'm always i'm here I'm, <laughs> speak, I'm speaking clearly. Get used to it. Get used to it. My, yeah. my levels are all over the place. They truly are today. I think you gave me a bad level read. Mm-hmm. You 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 shouted and then you whispered and yeah. then you shouted again. It was like lorem ipsum dolor. <laughs> I just start reading the. Uh, that would be fine. Quique and fontamus. Call me Quique. <laughs> call me Quique. <laughs> what if that? Let's do. Let's uh, redo Moby Dick from Quique. I was going to redo. Call me maybe. Oh, call me <laughs> the weird owl releases a uh, so call me maybe week <laughs> really is just run out of ideas at this point. Yeah, oh, uh, weird owl is not is he's not as prolific as he used to be. Well, he's also very old. I guess he's so. 108. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's not allowed the, to play with Legos anymore. The torn of the century it was 102 is the cutoff. Right? 99 is the cutoff. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like three to 103. No centenarians can wow. play with the Legos. And why do you think that is? I think that the sharp bricks hurt their hands. Sure. They're delicate, paper-thin membranes on their fingers. And so, instead of allowing them to make the choice, we're just saying, you cannot. Well, there is, I mean, it's a... It's a legal thing. Yeah, no, I mean, the Lego is, what, a Danish company? So, that's a, you know, they're very, they're very progressive with regards to a nanny state. Okay. (laughs) Is that progressive or is that... They live in a socialist utopia, you know? Gotta look out. You gotta outlaw um, large-sized drinks. You gotta, you know... New York City. New York City. <laughs> Pace Picante <laughs> salsa. Uh, is this tracking to anyone or is this just word association at this point? I think I think so. Okay. All right. And that's where we're at. That's where everyone's at. I think that's where we're all at after two years of quarantine. Yeah, that's probably I mean, true. You can't you can't put your earbuds in and expect a coherent stream of, of words to come out of anyone at this yeah. point. Yeah. Wanna feel old? We went into quarantine. Dude, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we went into quarantine during maybe you should drive. And now we are on uh, the tour de force. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Not in the least. <laughs> I don't actually remember what when we... I feel like we were in the PPE. Maybe not. <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you're right, buddy. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We've Nothing been here for an amount of time. <laughs> yeah. and, and we'll be here forever. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, time is meaningless at this point. Um but boy, oh boy, time does mean something when it comes to this album, because I feel like, again, we're stretching out into infinity, just yeah. very slowly. This we, album is an event horizon. Yeah, kind of. It might just be. This album started out real strong. I feel like it was a, it was a banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's... it's and I think they knew that, too. They, they put music videos to all the good songs, and then they, they're just like... Let's see how we can, let's see how I can take this thing. Literally the first three songs yeah. were all singles. They were like singles, bam, 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 start the record. And they were like, we'll, let's just now we can up. Now we can relax. Yeah, let's coast from here, I think, a little bit. Um, which is fine. Coast to coast, that's what the Brannock ladies are all about. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver to uh, Saskatchewan? Boston? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We're doing Canada. Uh, Vancouver, the the famous American city of Vancouver. This is the place that I want to grow up and fulfill my dreams. I have so much trouble 
in I play Jeopardy every day, of course. Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Um Saker sends me his scores. But the my Wordle scores, my Jeopardy scores, my IQ test scores, these are daily things I send Evan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I brushed my teeth or not, and picture proof that I did so. Now I've got a spreadsheet that I just enter them all into. That's right, yes. And, uh, yeah, we predict. I, I, I'm able to predict with a pretty good accuracy how, whether Saker's going to brush his teeth or not on any is, given day. Is it a Wednesday? Oof, mm, these are mm, relatively mm, rough mm, for him. Yeah, because I need, I need duration. <laughs> I need tensile strength of the brush. I need age of the brush. Sometimes strength by which you uh, do you go through toothbrushes quickly? No, I do not buy toothbrushes because I feel like it's a scam. So every six months I'll get one for my cleaning, and that's when I get my new toothbrush. Oh wow, I I probably go through like I don't know if it's me or it's got to be me because it's gotta be me. <laughs> but I uh, I'll go through a toothbrush. I like destroy a toothbrush in <laughs> in three weeks. Jesus, like Christ. it will go from new to just like the bristles are all flat and oh, smashed. No. I, I just must brush with an. You're incre- not supposed to brush hard. That well, is bad for you. Too bad because my dentist says I'm doing a great job every time I go in. They say we hardly ever see teeth these this clean. That's what they say about mine too, though. Oh, and I don't brush real hard at all. So you could be you could spend. But I like the feeling of the brush. I like I like. The feeling in when I lived in Japan, they had hard bristle brushes, which Ooh. I guess we don't have in America anymore because they'll ruin your teeth. Yeah, but I love those. I like just like scouring my teeth, like Ew. I'm getting clean. Like, fucking just rope some steel wool to a stick. You no, found no, not steel because I've got I've got metal fillings, so oh. it'd be agony. It would <laughs> be horrible. Sparks coming out of yeah. your mouth. That would be a delight. Um, but uh, no, sometimes I'll brush for the normal amount of time, and sometimes I'll just like start brushing. I'll like sit down, get on my phone, and I'll brush for like way too long i'll brush for eight minutes i'll just sit there and read an article is there too long to brush i don't know probably you shouldn't have all that fluoride in your mouth for eight minutes as long as you don't swallow it it's probably okay right oh i swallow i put 100 i squeeze it in like toothpaste fun candy tube um i was about to say squeeze it in like toothpaste which is (laughs) (laughs) anyway jeopardy sorry loop back around there's often uh questions about canadian geography and even though it's been described to me many times by Jeopardy, it'll be like, this westernmost province, I'll be like, St. Martin's Island. <laughs> they'll be like, no, it's fucking Ottawa. And uh, it's, I don't even know now what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But uh, They should uh, map uh, uh, Canada, because Canada is roughly as big as the U.S. Maybe a little bit bigger, yeah, right? I think so. But they should map the U.S. onto Canada, and then they just name their states. They just that divide be... up, and that'd be so, every country should do that. Yeah, just for just for my personal convenience. And just call it like this is Upper California. This is Upper. No, Texas. they're just the exact same name. Okay. <laughs> so like California, Vancouver would be in California. Okay. Okay. Sure. Or actually, yeah, it would be California because like the it would be like South Southern California, like Baja California would be Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. There's kind of maybe a, and then I think they should have to model their society after mm-hmm. the, the society in the U.S. that they <laughs> everyone has to wear shorts and go surfing in Baja <laughs> Vancouver. Well, uh, technically, uh, Ontario is uh, Georgia now, so all of you guys <laughs> have to be racist. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Also, start producing a bunch of Coca-Cola. Get a shitty museum. Except for Atlanta. Atlanta's sweet. Yeah, well, Atlanta's where the Coke Museum is. I always wanted to go to the Coke. The Coke Brothers Museum. Museum? Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what they're up to. Shut too. the fuck <laughs> up. Uh, speaking of shutting the fuck up, let's talk about this week's song. <laughs> this week's song is called "Here Together," and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Getting thin 
Wow, wowie, wow, wow. You got a l- l- lucky listeners here today. Got to hear some yacht rock. Are you, are you excited? It's your boy. Chim? Chim. I thought it was. Chim, Chim, Cherie. I was reading the lyric. I do. I always read the lyrics before I listen to the song. And I right. thought it was Ed writing. And I'm yeah. like, wow, what a like calm and measured and like because ed was talking earlier in the album like you know i've made peace with all my problems like i think i'm in a better place now and i'm like oh so this is the song a like a like an ed an ed could write like a wise old ed could write right and i'm like yeah the meditation on life and time and stop and smell the roses like you know for yeah like a nice little ditty good job ed like <laughs> and then and it's jim like oh yeah that makes a lot more sense jim's always been really like just kind of like laid back yeah 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 he's a laid back guy i don't know this is kind of a laid back song even though i think it's laid back but i also think that the partner in this song is not nice i don't think that jim is with somebody good right why well, I don't know. Like this guy. Do you think? Do you think that they're the partner is suffocating him because he says oxygen is getting thin? No. Well, do you think they're drowning him down? It's just about trying to kill your partner. <laughs> that <laughs> would be with an a partner that's trying take. to kill you. I do like that. This guy's coming out of a harrowing situation, right? Oxygen was getting thin, but he made it. He got there. He got to where he needed to be. And then his partner. What does his partner say after that? His partner says, "I, don't, I didn't miss you much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care that you're out there, right?" Isn't that what she's saying? She's saying, don't miss me much. Like, like, you're away, but try not to miss me too much. Oxygen was getting thin. Made it from the bottom of the ocean. You said, don't miss me much. But I could never hold on to you longer. Oh, I thought there was an implied you there. You said you don't miss me much. You understood. You un- I didn't understand. <laughs> it's, no, it's the, the, yeah, the, they understood you, yeah. Um, but I could never hold on to you long enough. See, I think that the partner is saying, oh, shit, you might be right. Please don't miss me much. But yeah. I could never hold on to you long enough. Okay, maybe the partner is good. I've changed it. No, no, let's, let's, keep, let's keep going with Saker's well, read. Okay, if I want to dive deep into this. <laughs> if we're going with my because read. I'm going to be honest. There is nothing to say about this song. Want, I don't oh, know. good, 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 good. I think she just generally felt ambivalent throughout the song. Like, you just say whatever. Like, oh, okay. I mean, that could be read graciously as like, you you talk about anything and it's fine because, you know, things are good when I'm with you. But changing the song afterwards, it puts me in the mindset of her literally going like, whatever, just like whatever. See, I thought that like, he's like, nothing lasts forever. And she's like, well, whatever, let's enjoy the time we have. And then she changed the song to something more upbeat. Nothing lasts forever. You just say whatever and you change the song. You had a much more gracious and nice read of this song. Than I, I feel did. like Jim is now that we've got over like teenage Jim, where he's talking about like get crawling inside people, <laughs> and, like <laughs> licking their butter lick, off your toes. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I feel like Jim mellowed out. Like basically, right, Jim got it. Took Jim one album to get where Ed is now. Like thirteen <laughs> and, albums in. Yeah, you're right. And I feel like you know Jim's well, just like Jim's always been like. To be fair, yeah. Jim did not sing for seven albums. We could have got some really weird. <laughs> he did a lot of therapy. We didn't have to hear him do therapy in the albums. But I feel like as far as like BNL boys go, like Jim and Ty seem like the most like at peace with themselves. Yeah. For the longest. Like Ty, Ty certainly. Yeah. Like Ty's just chill. He's like, I'm just happy to be here. Ty knows what he is, who he is. He's Zen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I, but we do characterize Jim as the mad scientist. We do characterize him as having this sense, strange, you know, he's got, he's got a sense of whimsy about him that is, you know, maybe that's who he is. Right. Maybe but I mean, you can, you can have a sense of whimsy, but the thing is like, I feel like he's such a, so at peace with himself. He doesn't care how he, he appears. 
right? Interesting. So the mad scientist version of him, like the, he's like, I don't care how people view me. Like I am sure. completely 100% okay with my life That's and, why, and the choices I've made. Yeah. That's why he's never messaged us about this podcast because he listens to it weekly, mm-hmm. but he just is like, I'm not that guy, but you know, who cares? They can think of me however they want to think of me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That makes sense. Um, I do love some of his lyrics. I like the stitches on my sweater line. I thought that was very cute. And I like that the chorus changes just a little bit every time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a... That's a good thing, especially when your song is 70% chorus. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, actually yeah. not. This isn't as bad as a um, rollout, I, I which think is... I think it's worse. This one only has eight, oh, maybe, maybe. eight lines that are not chorus. The first verse, the second verse, and beyond that, it's all chorus. That's but, what it was. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, but the chorus does change every time, which is nice. Nothing lasts forever like stitches from a sweater. Nothing lasts forever. We're changing like the weather. Like peaches or leather. Uh like uh i only wear pleather my best friend trevor um i know a girl named heather i'm very clever um let's gather together (laughs) shit i think he uses together in here fuck all right i failed (laughs) yeah now i'm gonna be thinking of other things for the rest of the song there you go Uh, um john waters presents heathers uh was that a movie was heathers a movie heathers was a movie yeah okay i've never seen it i don't know anything about it uh, Ballistics yeah. X for Sever for streaming <laughs> movies. Fuck, you're on it. Today, I never Buck. saw that one. No, but, but I hear it's fucking. We should. Was oh, that the one with a uh, like? It's Lucy Liu. Lucy, maybe? Lucy Liu and uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh really? Yeah, I think. Uh, Ballistic X versus Sever. Number one, what a fucking title! It's it's presenting a universe like. Well, this is the Ballistic series, as you know, <laughs> and these two characters you've been waiting colon to see, X for Sever to see for so long. And this is what our listeners come for is for us to talk about two thousand and eight, <laughs> two thousand and two, <laughs> twenty year old movie. Well, there was that moment where like spy duos were a thing. Like remember, Mr. Like, and Mrs. Smith, yeah, and, period. Uh, What's that? That's a period. I just, <laughs> that was the one I thought of immediately and then just never could think of another one. I'm glad I stole it out from under you. So that I, I was hoping you would think of one and then I could say Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. But like there were those, those like spy relationship movies, right? Or basically every Bond film, but yeah. except the woman is disposable. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm looking at who else was in this movie just to try and figure out where they spent their budget. Was it all on Banderas and Lou? 100%. The only other name I even recognize from this movie is Ray Park, a.k.a. Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. He had a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he certainly did. I mean, he kind of... St- he was in a bunch of, like, shitty B-movies, I think. But that's sort of what you do when you're a just a stuntman who's suddenly gotten the limelight. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you... We should put this on the list. <laughs> I, I want to watch X vs. Sever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Consider get- it done. Okay, good. <laughs> you have to remind me, though. But I do, and then I want a full playthrough of, of the Game Boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's play <laughs> the Game Boy. A speed run of the Game Boy Advanced <laughs> Ballistics Expert Sever. No, I do. Colon, have, weapons of Fate. I do have to tell you that in European provinces, the Game Boy Advance game was called X versus Sever Two: Colon Ballistic. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Why was there another game? Switched ballistic to the from the beginning to the end. It might be like a. Is it based on like a long-running comic book series? I don't, I, oh, there has to be something. Hold on. Oh, no. There was two Game Boy games. I'm sorry. I lied. There was two Game Boy games. Okay. There you Jesus go. Jesus Christ. Okay. Whew. Uh, what was it based on? Was it an original IP? Nobody wants this. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep talking about this song. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to Bare Naked Ladies' <laughs> 15th studio album. 
this is a head bopper from the beginning. That, uh, <sighs> but but then he starts dropping in the light scatting almost immediately. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is that scatting? Like, yes, yeah, certainly. Because like for for me, scatting is like the words are like. I mean, someone going, ooh, is that scatting? Wait, he didn't do it's at the beginning. He goes, he's it's he's like nine feet from the mic, and he's like, bibbidi ba, <laughs> scoobidi scotty. I mean, he's still Jim. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's still Jim, right? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit what people yeah. think about him. Yeah, he'll he'll scat, but I think you know. He was feeling it from moment one in this song. He was just like, I wrote this song. I love this song. I'm going to sing this song and everybody's going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you hear the little like 30 second description they all they all gave of it? That's why you called it Yacht Rock, presumably. Yes, because Ty, Ty calls it Yacht Rock. Yeah. Jimmy uh, C has entered the Yacht Rock, has entered his Yacht Rock phase after long. I do like that they're both kind of backhanded ed and ty mm-hmm. ty's like yeah finally jimmy c's doing some yacht rock weird backhanded compliment enjoy this pure oral smether <laughs> pleasure from mr smooth and then ed says you know it's a it's a simple kind of pop song <laughs> like it is not you know he's not super complimentary on but it but they all voted for it yeah oh yeah clearly they like this song and i think they've just taken the worst takes from uh from the fucking uh uh you know i will tell you this song does album. not sound any better on 1.5 speed <laughs> Which is your new go-to? So, for this I'm album? definitely trying to trying all the songs at one point. It sounds bad. Okay, yeah, that's uh that's not fun. Um, I uh, I don't know. Maybe I should start listening to them in half speed. Would do you think that would be? Uh, yeah, yeah. Then we can we can even <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, we can figure out. God, to- imagine listening to fucking roll out at half speed. Oh my god, that'd Can't be torture wait for next week. Um, this song was. We're gonna roll <laughs> Save it for the pod. Um, this song was co-written. This song had a co-write. Yeah, Jim Jameis Brimus McCallanus. James Brian McCollum, one half of Prozac. <laughs> that means nothing to you. Prozac. The Philosopher Kings. Oh, and Philosopher Kings. Prozac was one of my favorite bands in college. Oh, of course. They fucking rule. They're so so good. And the fact I look. Oh, I was, do they name twelve songs? Amabola Sheree, www.nevergetoveryou. Uh, Pretty girls make me nervous. Uh, <laughs> no, <Kidding>. actually, <laughs> he's always he was putting fingers up. Um, but yeah, dude, this guy fucking rules. Uh, and I was so delighted to see his name on this song. Uh, he's written and/or performed for or with. Nelly Furtado, Lisa Marie Presley, Engelbert Humperdinck. I have literally the exact same list in the exact same order you... Like, did you... Like the Backstreet Boys? Boys? Yep. Sean Mendez. Nope. Okay. I'm and done. a bunch more. We had them all through Backstreet Boys. Unbelievable. I put IQ next because I remember IQ... Do you remember... You probably never heard of IQ. No. Who's IQ? They're like Danish, Dan, Denmark's answer to the like Backstreet Boys slash... Um, <laughs> Uh, Spice Girls, they're just a bunch of, you know, they're just a bunch of Danish women who sing and they were, you know, they had two albums, I think. Oh, wow. Like Destiny's Child, I should say, instead of Backstreet Boys. Yeah, okay, okay. But they were fine. Okay. But he's like... Were you a big IQ fan? No. (laughs) How did you know about it? I dated a girl who was really into, like, the Spice Girls and so, like, all of the, like, Euro pop stuff that was in the same, like, the Benga Boys and the IQ and all them. Okay, all right. Period. Okay. (laughs) Most most of my musical tastes during, uh, like, early college were decided in late high school were by my girlfriends wow that's why i listened to the bare naked ladies for actually that's right i went to I see them like three times in concert yeah 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 see i feel back like with steve i, I wow 
Or, saw the you looked whole... at me like I was supposed to be like, holy shit. You I know. Saw... Well, I just, you never saw them together with Steve. I saw them with Steve. No, that was what Steve looked like. They, they were using in the. <laughs> Got it. Well, and that's something I think I interviewed my mom once for this podcast that never made it to air. But apparently I did see them in like 1998 or 1999, like when Stunt was at its biggest. And I think I've told this story before, maybe. But my mom worked with. Let's hear it again. Sure. She 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 taught a guy. We got she, time. She ran a, a college, this Tri-State College of Massotherapy. And one of the people in her class worked also for the radio station. You think your mom would give me a massage? It's 100% she would. She does it to Alana. She does it to my partner all the time, who may not want her name on this podcast. Um, anyway, so she she taught a guy who worked at the radio station. He used to get free tickets to things that, you know, if she was interested in, she would pass he would pass along to her. And uh, she got better ladies tickets once, and she took me. And I have totally forgotten about that experience. We had, like, loge seats, and, like, I saw I saw the stunt era. Wow. BNL, I know. Wild. Little baby Seiki. Little baby Seiki. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's, but this song has no Steve in it. Instead, but you know what? Jim could never have blossomed in the era of Steve. <laughs> Jim's voice is wispy. It's like a little, it's a leaf on the wind. Yeah. Well, it's just a little scatty. Yeah. Voice. His uh, voice sounded different to me in this one. It sounded like. Me too. Not bad, but like smoother. Well, he's Mr. Smooth. I don't know if you knew that, but he he has some weird vocal, not just the scatting, but like, uh, like he gets to the one line that's, um, uh, I wouldn't miss a second of the fun. Yeah. In the first chorus. But he puts all the emphasis. He's like, I wouldn't miss a second of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he an alien? He might be an alien. <laughs> it's very strange. That's how those words are said, Saker. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. And while we're here together, I wouldn't miss a second of the fun. Kev stealing a show again oh his arpeggios yeah it's just like an echo it echoes the the melodic line but at the same time it like over it's better than it yeah what uses like the first three or four notes of the melodic line Mm -hmm. and just kind of repeats them in this cool little arpeggio like Mm -hmm. when jim talks about light dancing off your skin kev paints for me a sound picture (laughs) like fuck it's good it was the same with like narrow streets too i think one of the reasons i loved it so much was because of kev's arpeggios yeah like he just speeds them up fast and fast like a wolf parade song or something kev is the king of arpeggios Mm -hmm. he's the uh regis arpeggi is how i'm (laughs) going to identify kev from now on the light that's bouncing off of you and onto me if i could speak i would say we get around this song has two solos in it for some reason and by the second <laughs> well, it's jim jim loves his solos yeah that's true he's a jazz man at heart but by the second solo it's just kev doing our pitches <laughs> for like 20 seconds and it doesn't go anywhere or do anything and it's just like it's it's more interesting as a drop-in than a whole fucking thing that kev does solo mm-hmm. alone i don't know i'm not i'm not hating on kev but kev's improv is just such a powerful thing that mm-hmm. he does and if he's just doing like do 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 for a whole solo, it's like yeah, not really doing it for me. You had a lot about this song, right? <laughs> I thought you had a lot. Did you have a YouTube comment of the week? <laughs> that's not what i do you know it's what i do say YouTube comment of the week <laughs> um 
This one is by our old, old friend, <laughs> Tridata Company. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Tridata Company. Two days ago. Oh. <laughs> I was going to comment on this song, and here it is. Come on over and try out my new fast food restaurant. It's called The Triangle. We serve triangle-shaped cheeseburgers. We have a shake, too. <laughs> End comment. There's no link? There's no link. There's no information. They got to be... This is, has to be a bot. They're training a bot, right? I, I think, Andrew, Marn, we're listening. I think this is a trailhead for an ARG <laughs> that is just for us, right? This has to be the Argonauts fucking with us again. Oh, yeah. You know how much Again? They like they fucked with us, us first? I heard a knocking on my window last night, and I'm sure it was Andrew. I'm absolutely sure. Mm-hmm. He drove 80 hours from... <laughs> from Guam. <laughs> Where do you think you drive 80 hours from in the United States? Uh, probably. I guess you could go from, like, South America. Yeah. You could Can go, you drive like, up? Like... Can you cross Central America? Or is the canal in the way? <laughs> I don't know anything about geography. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can drive across. Okay. But I know they made... They, there was a man playing a canal, right? They Didn't they dig a hole in between the continents? They did. Did they put a bridge over it? I'm sure. Wow. Good for them. It's <laughs> just like, there's going to be no traffic going from <laughs> South to Central America. Period. <laughs> Period. <know>. Done. <laughs> so I guess if, if Andrew lives on the tip of South America... Tierra del Fuego. Tierra del Fuego. He might... <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to. I'll message him and, yeah. and get the scoop. Give me your address, please. <laughs> Do you want me to? I can private message him on Discord right now, and we can get to the bottom of it. How are you enjoying Tira? <laughs> he he will think that's a trailhead, or maybe he'll understand finally that we mm-hmm. are on to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get kicked off the orange groves. Oh, <laughs> that's what happens when you follow a trailhead as you get kicked. We didn't want you to actually do this. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. Um. I don't know. I was prepared to hate on this song. I kind of came in because it's think four can, minutes long. I don't think you can hate this song. It's four minutes long, and I read the lyrics too, and I saw that there were eight original lines and then chorus, and I was like, this is not going to, this is going to feel so tired by the end, but it's breezy. Mm-hmm. It just breezes by you. Yeah. Um, like a like a, a salt wind as you're on your personal boat with your, um, eating your Cracker Jacks on your between is, sets. What is Yacht Rock? What Can you define Yacht Rock for me? I think it's just... So, my partner's uncle, well, okay. my partner's aunt's husband. I so thought you were just stopping at partners, and I was like, this is a totally new side of Ev. <laughs> You've denounced polyamory on this podcast before. I didn't denounce it. I just no, said it's said not- No, anyone who does it is shit. No, I said it's not for me. I didn't say it's bad. <laughs> All right, sorry. Obviously, it's not bad. <laughs> okay. It works well for a lot of people. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Forced me to defend polyamory. <laughs> keep going sorry your partner's <laughs> my partner's aunt's husband so his uncle but not by blood is what okay. i'm saying is uh bought it bought a boat like maybe 10 years ago and they take it down the coast or something like that and i always see pictures of them like on facebook with like some dude with like a like a like a captain's hat and like a, <laughs> like a white fucking panama shirt but like and this is guy this guy's obviously like in his like late 50s early 60s he's got like a white beard like just a shit a nice cropped white beard and he's got like an open uh like panama oh shirt God. and you can see his like he's like one of those guys that's like outside every day that on the beach incredible. so he's like just like you know very bronzed okay and he's just showing like his his like 50 year old dad bod and it's not like overweight he's actually in really good shape for like a thick he's not doesn't like a six-pack or anything but you know how you expect like like boba fett in the new uh, book of boba fett okay just a little 
just a punch, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, he looks like a you know a, a man who takes pride in his appearance, but sure. isn't like going overboard. Sure, hey, but like literally. And I imagine like this sort of song playing in the background, like sort of like a Jimmy Buffett sort of yeah. like a yeah. Well, I, I'm curious. There's I, like a you know like a parrot head sort of thing. Sure. I, there's not even a list on the Wikipedia page of like yacht rock folks. I mean, people say Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan, yeah. Super Tramp. So I'm imagining like boomers mm-hmm. who have made good, mm-hmm. but not too good, right? Okay. And they're just on their boats listening to like 70s rock, but like light rock, like adult contemporary sort okay. of stuff is what okay. I'm imagining. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there, there is a list. Do you want to know the fact the, the factors to yacht rock? Yes. High production value. Okay. Check. Use of elite Los Angeles-based studio musicians and producers associated with Yacht Rock. Don't mm, think so. Nah, yeah. Jazz and R&B influences. Check. Yep. Use of electric piano. Check. Yes. Complex and wry lyrics. Mm, I think, I it's, think it's complex. Maybe so. Well, um, I mean, he only has two of them. Yeah. Uh, lyrics about heartbroken, foolish men, particularly involving the word fool, <laughs> which is wild and no, and an upbeat rhythm called the doobie bounce. <laughs> so I think we have that, though, because yeah. this is from moment one. This is like a... A head nodder. The doobie bounce. Like, I, I, was, I was like already into it. Um, yeah, I uh, I mean, this is the, the production of this album. We can talk about that a little bit because we're talking about production already. This would be like a good song to like listen to on like a, tra- a cross country train ride yeah. in, like the, in like the late spring as you're just like going through like the Midwest and, and like, like the sun comes up over the, over the horizon. Did you just internally word associate Doobie Bounce to Doobie Brothers to Long Train Running and then go train ride in your brain <laughs> and then... Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. I was just checking. I don't know. Might not be true. Um, the production of this album is better than Gavin. I'm going to come out there and say it. The last two albums have been not great production-wise. I think we've we've ripped on, on Gavin a lot. Yeah. And now that we're away from him... He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. I mean... He, he seems did, like he really likes he the Bare Naked Ladies. He did seem a little too brown-nosy to the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, it's, this one is smoother, more boring. I would say he's not taking as many chances as Gavin, but I feel like that might be a positive thing. Um, I long for the days of Don was, you know, <laughs> do you like the, like the, like the, the like BNL equivalent of like Charles Manson where he like got in and just like hypnotized everybody into Maybe? doing weird, like those backwards guitars <laughs> and the like fucking left, right, left, right, left. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was into that. I don't know. You're just those hungry for novelty. Just fucking huge swings. See, I think the problem is that BNL BNL hit the mainstream when they were doing their own thing. And now that they're constantly thirsting for the mainstream again, they're trying to play it as safe as possible. I don't think they're thirsting for the mainstream. I think they finally made peace with who they are. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I don't think that they... I think they're just like relaxing, laying in the cut. Like they're going to produce an album every three or four years for like the rest of their tenure and, you know, fade quietly into obscurity. Wow. This is the saddest thing I've ever heard. No. I mean, that's... That's graceful. Yeah, right. right. You're right. Like, is it or is it more? Is it worse to the saddest thing? Like, continually lusting after that, like the fame. Yeah. Like, even though you know you'll never get it, but you're just trying to like regurgitate. The, that's really the, sad. Yeah, that's way sadder than yeah. like accepting. You know, you've had your you've had your ten minute. Well, you've had your six years. Right. Which is more than anyone else gets, and being okay with that. Yeah, I mean that's you're right because that's and what, still selling out fucking amphitheaters. That's what good life is all about. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's, it's a good. good life. <laughs> Um, the breakdown chorus, a little boring. They're like, boom, 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 nothing lasts forever. We still have each other. As if the whole crowd is going to be like, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> to feel the sun before it's gone And while we're here together I wouldn't miss a This chorus is not that impactful that it needs a fucking breakdown part. <laughs> I don't know. I do like the build-up afterwards, so maybe it's all worth it, but... I don't know. I felt like this. It was kind of silly that 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 it existed in such a way. Like, did you notice? Like, after maybe the second and third choruses, like Jim's bass gets like a porn filter on it. No, like it suddenly goes from like boom, 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 boom to like boom, boom, boom. Really? Like, I don't know what it is to me, but it sounded like it, it got kind of porny. But that's no, not knocking that music. They're, no, they're uh, they're true artists. And maybe diegetically, we're talking about now. You know, they they're they're clinging tightly together. They are uh, you know. inside each other. Yeah, nothing lasts forever. We got to make the most of this moment. So why don't you come up to the bedroom with me? I like that. Um, man, but you know what I did notice about the bass or the guitar on the on the weird like scatty solo. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. That it's it's so fucking funky. <laughs> it's so, I maybe this is the porn thing. Maybe I just that identified it, it yeah. definitely in my notes. But uh, I just wish I wish there were more of it. It's light, but it's interesting. It's good. I think it's very well done. Um, buddy boy, why don't you tell me right now? Do you have anything else about this song? <laughs> you were done ten minutes ago. <laughs> maybe I was longer. done when I sat down. Um, why don't you tell me what game show this song is like? I'd be happy to, Chet. Thank. What? Who's Chet? I just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this related to your thing. I was ready. No, I should have said something else. It's a, it's a, it's a newlywed game. Oh, okay. You know, you know that famous newlywed game. Yeah, in the butt. That's all I know about the newlywed <laughs> game. Is that apocryphal or is that a real thing? I think so. Oh, okay. It didn't actually happen. No, I think that it happened. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But, Interesting. Um, yeah, it premiered in uh, 1966, July. Um, it was one of the last series to appear on ABC in black and white. Wow. Yeah. Did it, it transfer to color? Yeah, very quickly. Okay. Very quickly, within the first season. Um, it replaced Password on... Um, oh, no. Or actually, it killed Password on C because it was put up against Password on CBS. Oh. Um, and uh, Password's where there's like you pair a celeb with a person and they have to... It's basically like scattergories or something. Like it's they have to guess the word without saying the word. Or, yeah. Or, what's that one where you... It's like a... It's taboo. Like, taboo. That's the one. Great. <laughs> but the, they were they were thinking that that uh, Password was going to kill it because Password was one of the most popular game shows. But um, CBS had to delay their broadcast to 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 a uh, a speech from Defense Secretary McNamara. Okay. And uh, then so they got started late. So people turned ignored the speech by the Defense Secretary, of course, as wow. as you do. Yeah. And they turned it into a newlywed game, and then it became the most popular show. Wow, McNamara sunk fucking Password. Mm-hmm. Wow, you think the defense secretary would be better at keeping passwords, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just but a little joke. It was eventually killed by Days of Our Lives in 1974. By a wait, wait, wait. Because it was it was aired during the daytime. Like, really? Game shows used to be like blocks during like like prime time, not prime time, but daytime TV. The fact that a game shows used to be on during the day. Well, I guess we still have Price is Right. Yeah. But still, I, f- I feel like. Those good quality sink your teeth into them game shows are in the nighttime. Well, they are now. Okay, you're right. But um, I also find it very weird that Defense Secretary McNamara was doing a speech at whatever 10 a.m. <laughs> like that's really strange. Well, I mean, you tune in, you tune in during your work hours. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, all right, yeah, fair. But uh, once, even though it lost out the Days of the Life in 1974, it was the longest running show ever. Oh no! I mean, I lost during game show or game show until it lost out to Family Feud, which oh. has been running basically forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, who's your favorite feud host? I don't know. 
What do you mean you don't? Are you a Karn guy, an Anderson guy, a Harvey guy? Uh, are you one of the classics? Do you like... Uh... Anderson Cooper? Is he on there? Not Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson! Don't you remember when he hosted it for a while? Sure, yeah, I'm an Anderson guy. You're, you're for the one-season host, Louis Anderson? Wow. Poor fucking choice. I think, Shitty. I think Steve Harvey probably does a good job, too. Yeah, he does. He's very... I mean, he gets those memes going. People love the Steve Harvey rolling his eyes at the sex answer and then well, it's on the board mall oh, this show is crazy you, were you the one who told me that one of their friends like worked out at the same gym as steve harvey oh oh one of my friends told me this story that like one of their friends works out at the same gym as steve harvey and steve harvey always comes in at like 6 a.m or something like that sure and so there's only like him uh, like my friend's friend steve harvey and this other guy uh-huh and uh at the beginning of the day, uh, at, like they, this went on for like six or eight months or something like that. And my friend's friend like nodded to Steve Harvey at the first time and just like he probably wants his like he probably wants his alone time. It's like that sort of stuff. And then he just like just would work out. And the the other guy in the gym would be like, "Oh, hey, Steve Harvey, how you doing?" Like trying to like sure. get a rapport with him and like bothering him the whole time. And then finally, like maybe six or eight months into it, uh, he was like talking to Steve. Like, oh, hey, how's you doing, Steve Harvey? Can I get an autograph from my kid? And Steve Harvey goes, "Get the fuck away from me and never talk to me again." Oh my god! And then he came. Like, he, I don't know if he said it like that, but he was just basically like, "Don't ever talk to me again. I'm leaving this gym because of you." Wow! But he came over to the other guy, my friend's friend, and he was like, "Hey, man, if you want an autograph or something, that's cool. I just really appreciate you taking like you giving me space and like that. So if you want an autograph, you're welcome to have it before I leave forever." Oh my god, that's incredible! So yeah, my friend's friend has like Steve Harvey's autograph. On wow. some like, gym equipment. Does it say "fuck that other guy"? No, I don't <laughs> Steve think it says Harvey. anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think Steve Harvey was quite that blue, but I, he was he was very firm about leave, making that guy leave him alone. Yeah, clearly. That's why. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised Steve Harvey was even out of Planet Fitness in the first place. You feel like he has the fun. <laughs> he was out at a System of Strength. <laughs> okay, yeah. The symbols are SS and two lightning bolts. Uh, um, we talked about that before. We're not coming out of nowhere on this podcast with System of Strength. <laughs> Um, I drive past it on my way to drop my kid off at daycare. Yeah, I'm terrible. just like, how, either they're Nazis or they're just terrible at branding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or, you know, Nazis are pretty terrible at branding. So I don't think so. Both. I think Nazis are exceptionally good at branding. I guess everybody does know the that's, swastika. I mean, huh? that's that's one of the things they're very good at. Yeah. Wow. So on this podcast, you are smacking down polyam and defending Nazis. <laughs> that's... <laughs> All right. Let's, let's hey, move on before you can... Defend. I'm just saying what everybody's thinking, Sager. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, all right, so Newlywed Game, how do you play it? What's it all about? Okay, Newlywed Game, let me tell you how it goes. I gotta be the, uh, the, the <laughs> timekeeper here. There's just there's just a couple rounds where they, so you'll, you'll come on, you'll ask the husband, they'll ask the husband a couple questions, well, you make the wife leave, ask the husband a couple questions, and you Get think- the fuck out of here! Yeah, you think how the, and then he has to guess how the wife will answer, and then they come back, and he holds, and they ask her the questions, he holds up the card with his answer on it, and everyone laughs at the disconnects. Right. And then the second round is they ask the husband to leave, and then they ask the wife the questions, how they think the husband will answer, and vice versa. Which is second, but it's worth twice as many points, if the oh. husband can guess. Okay. Um, the, yeah, so that's basically the entire premise of the show, at least as it was originally conceived. Okay. Uh, by Chuck- Barris. Oh. King of Sleaze himself, CIA assassin Chuck Barris. Oh, I, he wrote that book, right? Yeah, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, he was yes. in that movie with uh, our favorite uh, actor from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Rock, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Rockwell, okay. <laughs> from TMNT1. Yeah. The, yeah. Fo- the Foot Clan recruiter. Yeah. We got everything. You want cameras or you want mob bros? <laughs> you want to you wanna play a uh, high, high card stud? You want to play? <laughs> you want to go on the sweet half pipe the Foot Clan set up with uh, for God. us? And then in the second movie, they moved to a dump. How, they must have felt so ripped. Those are the Foot Clan people that gave a shit. Like, I'm not in it for the arcade games. I'm yeah. in it for the... Uh, 
the ethos. I mean, Shredder, Shredder made a family. Yeah, he was a good dad. I don't know if he was a good dad, but he definitely Stockholmed a bunch of kids into uh, <laughs> uh, committing crimes and then also potentially murder. What is a good dad but just a successful Stockholm? Honestly, you spend a lot of time with your dad at mm-hmm. your home, presumably. If yeah. your dad moves out and never comes back, you probably don't feel as good about them because the Stockholming didn't work. Yep, yep. And your dad constantly uh, is mean to you, but then nice to you. <laughs> That's is that part of Stockholm? Syndrome? Yeah, because you have to. Stockholm is you have to be like threatening. Oh, and I then you then, pe- then you slowly see them as a human being. People who shared a situation. People people who shared a uh, uh, high emotion situation was Stockholm. Because even victims. Like if there's two victims, they can share Stockholm. Is that not right? No, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't think so. Um, again, I don't know. Not know for sure, but I think it's when you when you develop a like para, not parasocial, but a, an actual social relationship with like your captor uh, or like okay. someone who's yep, being. Yep, you're exactly right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fuck me. I guess. People also ask: Is Stockholm syndrome real love? <laughs> I mean, what is real love? What does it mean? I don't know. Go ahead. So anyway, the, um, so yeah, tying into the the gym song, um, the uh, the original uh, intro to um, sorry, my brain. The newlywed game is uh, what's called Summertime Guy. Ooh, <laughs> was, that's a, that sounds song. like yacht rock. That it was written for written by Chuck Barris for Eddie Rambo. Uh huh. And then it was changed to a doo-wop song called you know the Book of Love. Who wrote the Book of Love? Uh-huh. By a, a band called the Monotones, which sounds like the that's worst so fucking that's band name ever. Terrible idea for a band name. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the prizes were often um, originally it was. When you went on the newlywed game, you would say what you wanted most. Like, you know, I want a dining room set. I want this or that. And then you would play against other couples who wanted the same thing. Yeah. So, like, everybody wants this, like, you know, sure. KitchenAid stand mixer. Of course they do. Yep. Who wouldn't want a KitchenAid stand mixer? <laughs> right. Honestly. Best fucking Christmas present ever. It, oh, did you? You got a KitchenAid stand mixer. I gave it to my partner. Sure. Yes, of course He was did. very happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I believe our, our other friend Tyler also gave it to his partner. Mm-hmm. For, everybody got their partner's KitchenAid stand mixers yeah. this Christmas. Yeah. It was I mean, a hot the, item. It's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. It's what you got to do. Lasts for a lifetime. You make anything with it. Bread, beans, rice, <laughs> <laughs> steaks. Oh, no. You got one thing and you're like, mouth, keep rolling, brain. Take the day off. <laughs> All right. So, and then uh, later, it, um, so it was on from 1955 to 89, basically, then 96 to 97, then the Game Show Network redid re, uh, it in 2009 to 2013. Wow. And uh, the, the formats changed a couple times, but uh, the prizes were mostly things. They would just send them on a second honeymoon, oh, cool. essentially. That's nice. Which, uh, which made me think of, uh, and then uh, in the t- 2009 version was sponsored by eHarmony. Oh, wow. So they would always have like the eHarmony 29 dimension question. Because, <laughs> you know, I know eHarmony matched you on 29 dimensions yeah. or something. I think I missed the whole like dating. I'm happy that I missed the whole internet like dating boat. Right. So I think it, I think internet dating would be both easier and harder. I, w- I did OkCupid for a little while right after college. Uh, it was, I guess it was hard. It was I don't know. Was it easier or hard? I never really did regular dating. I mean, when I when I, I only dated people who are already in my social circle. Like, yeah. So you're a friend of a friend. So we didn't like start dating and like have to. So yeah, I yeah, guess I never, so, went, I I never really... went to like pick up somebody. Yeah, right? I never went to the bar to like talk to somebody. I already knew them. Yeah, I think all the oh yeah all the people I've dated have been extended social circle people. Yeah, right. Yeah. So huh. you never had it either. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering. All right. Period. <laughs> you, you wonder. <laughs> you have a lot of periods this episode. <laughs> hey, man, I'm sick. <laughs> then we're doing it anyway. You yeah, gotta push gotta, through for the BNO boys. Sinus infection. <sighs> anyway, um, twenty after uh, marriage, a gay marriage was legalized. They had uh-huh. their first uh, same-sex couple on. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Can you guess who it was? Oh, it was famous? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on the celebrity version. Oh, my Most goodness. Most famous same-sex couple. It was Ellen and Portia. No. Okay, who was it? George Takei. Oh, and his yeah, husband, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad Altman. Uh, okay. They won. They won $10,000 for the Japanese American Museum. Wow. Oh, so it was a, uh, for charity. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm about, like a honeymoon. Like some, that'd be great if like, <laughs> like, and here we have Tony Braxton playing for just her own money. She, <laughs> I, I really need this, guys. I would like some money, please. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I do have to report to you that uh, the uh, in the butt clip it actually did happen. It is not apocryphal. It's a, it's a real thing. That's what I said. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I was just confirming your, your suspicions. Okay. Um, so how is this game show like the song? Well, first off, if there was... This song could also be called Summertime Guy. Uh, yeah, I could see that. So, um, I mean, this song, is, this, this song is about ostensibly spending... Like, being happy with the people you've got and spending time like that. And when are you ever happier with your uh, partner than during your honeymoon, right? Sure. Right? And I think that, like, all the... and. The, des- the descriptive stuff he's using uh, made it to the from the bottom of the ocean. We just honeymooned in Cancun. We just honeymooned in Hawaii. Like you go to some place like with sun, surf, sand, sure, and uh, you know the lights bouncing off of bouncing off of me, bouncing off of you. The sunlight, you see the hot bods, and the you know you're all oiled up and. As you do. Yep. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's going to last forever. And then yeah. you get to the next uh, 30 years of your relationship. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got dark immediately. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. And but, here's a big question for you. Hmm? How bad would Joe Campbell lose the Nearlywed <laughs> game? Yeah, he would. He would do so fucking I don't think bad. he couldn't even. I, well, actually, prob- I feel like Joe Campbell's the kind of guy who got married like seven times back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Like. Married to, I'm trying to think of a, a 90s actor, married to Fran Drescher from <laughs> <laughs> August 28th, 1993 to August 29th, 1993. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of one of those. Um, yeah, it was always famous people. It was always very short. Um, and maybe he's still married to the last one just because they've separated and neither of them mm-hmm. have uh, have actually gone We're through We're still friends. Yeah, okay. Um, just, because they probably have a kid together or something. Does Joe Camel have friends that are women? I don't think Joe Camel is capable no. of having female friends. Yeah, I f- he's too creepy to them. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. He, he, I mean, like he might have groupies. Yeah, I think that's probably. I think the only female friend Joe's Camel has is like people he aren't he isn't attracted to. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. People like, that he views as just one of the boys. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably got some. He's probably got some of those, or maybe like like one or two like older women mm-hmm. in his life. That I mean, if if he has even the remotest like sense of self-reflection or anything like that, like where he, he wants, but I know, I feel like cause Joe Camel's the kind of guy who would not share anything about himself and then get super drunk one night and unload to his female friends. Wow. You think he would? I, I, I feel like I think, he keeps it bottled until the day he dies. No, I think he's like a piece of shit. Like, you know, like he's the archetypal dude. Like he has to get drunk. He's got all this like fucking baggage he needs to unload, but he right. has to get drunk. So his inhibitions are lowered and he can't talk to men about it because oh, he sure, doesn't want to be judged not. by it. Yes. So he's probably got a couple like mom figures he goes to. Interesting. Does he cry? I don't, Please don't tell me Joe he, Campbell cries. I don't think he's capable of crying. Yeah. I think like he's got those like epithelial epicanthic uh not, not those little like oh this is a camel thing okay yeah, so not a they've got an emotional that, like, thing he like lowers those over his eyes to keep the sand out sure grit. yeah yeah okay and then he spits because that's a camel thing too so on august 7th when joe camel and fran drescher get on the newlywed <laughs> game i mean they don't know anything about each other 
So he's fucking horrible at it, right? Yeah, I don't think he's very good. This at is the worst showing, perhaps, in newlywed game history. Yeah, I think he storms off the stage. Oh, on air. This was the, this was the beginning of the end. I feel like he stormed off of a lot of these game shows. Well, Maybe then these uh, these appearances have been recorded. They're just not uh, <laughs> Joe Camel's sizzle reel. Yeah, they were just never able to have been uh, to have been aired. Um, I we did watch an episode of Crossballs, by the way. Yeah. Speaking of a uh, past, it was, it was funny. Yeah, yeah it, was it, was, fine. it was not great, but it was fun. Um, the end. Sorry, <laughs> I thought I had more to report than that. I don't. Uh, okay, I guess then it's about time to tell me how the Crypt Keeper would do on the newly. <laughs> um, I think the Crypt Keeper would do okay. Crypt Keeper has never been married, never it, will be married. Yeah, I think he's a lifelong bachelor. What's, is it? What's the newly single game? Is that a game? <laughs> Where they, where each of you get on in a, like a separate room, and they ask you like really pointed, hurtful questions about the other person. <laughs> That's very good. I kind of love that. I think it's called yeah. spilling tea. That's very good. Okay. Um, all right. Time to rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. So on that scale, where do you think this song falls? I'm a different person now, of course, and I'm going to be a different person in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing about the only thing that's constant about me is that I always change. Got it. Everyone knows that. Buddhist as hell. <laughs> and so uh, I kind of I kind of tipped tipped my hand on my rating um, earlier on when I described what this what uh, we talked about yacht rock. Oh sure. But uh, yeah, I've always kind of wanted to own a boat, but I also don't want to learn anything about a boat, and I don't want to pay for a boat. Okay. So. But <laughs> I've become the kind of I've become I feel like. To own a boat, you have to be money-oriented in a way. You have to either inherit it or you have to be money-oriented in a way that I don't think I could be. Right. Uh, so let's just say I'm totally different now. I've taken I've taken all those promotions at work that have been offered me. Now I'm a, a, a departmental administrator making 150, 175k a year. Nice. Holy shit. Yeah, the Department of Ophthalmology or something okay, like that. Good or for you. Pediatrics. Uh huh. Orthopedics. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm making that money, doing that thing, work work hard, and then I finally retire at age 68, buy myself a nice boat, work on my tan, work on my bod, finally lose this like paunch I've been getting. Well, I lessen this paunch I've been getting. Mm-hmm. I grow out my goatee. I kept my hair short. I get that captain's hat I've always been lusting after, that lifetime supply of Cracker Jacks, and uh-huh. I just cruise down the coast every, instead of like retire, like, I get my uh, timeshare, not timeshare, but my condo in Boca Raton. Sure. And I just, uh, every... Um, Eat Boca Burgers every day. Oh, yeah. Boca Burgers. <laughs> you haven't lived till you've had a Boca Boca Burger. <laughs> Absolutely. It's good there. Mouth of the rat. Mouth of the... Mouth of my... I'm the mouth of the rat. What the fuck? Boca Raton. That means mouth of the rat. Oh, does it really? Spanish, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never thought about it, but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> the Boca Burger means mouth burger. I just realized. There you go. That's so fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just, uh, basically once a year, I, me and my, uh, current paramour, whoever that is, cause I probably, oh, you break up from I've your... probably divorced my partner okay, at this sure. part. Yeah. So I, you know, my girlfriend who's probably 10 to 20 years younger than me, um, which actually isn't that bad because uh-huh. I'm like, let's say I'm 68. So she's like 48. Okay. So that's, that's not, horrible. That's, a, that's not, I mean, that's a, that's not a great relationship, but it's not a bad one. Yeah. You probably have more in common than you don't though. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I don't know the 60, 40 divide is, is better than the 40 20 divide oh well i think absolutely. and the and the uh, you know 30 10 <laughs> <laughs> and the 20 to a 21 one those are the worst mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. I, think, I think once once you hit like once you hit 40 
you know, as a person. Like I don't. You're f- complete. You're, com- you're. I think. I think if you're not complete at forty, you got you know, yeah. something. Something messed There's up along stuff the way. Happening. Yeah. yeah. So, so like I don't know. I feel less. I feel like a forty year old can make the choices about the person they're dating sure. much better than a twenty year old. So if a forty year old wants to date a ninety year old, go for it. Have your fortieth birthday was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I can date anyone I want now. Do you feel complete? <laughs> um. Hey, as I said back at the beginning of my rating. I'll never be complete. Oh, wow. But I understand that and I accept it just like Jim accepts it. Okay. So I'm just trying to enjoy the time I've got when I've got. So, you know, if 80-year-old me wants to, or 68-year-old me wants to date a 48-year-old and, uh, you know, sail down the coast, let him do it. Eat Beautiful. Boca Burgers every day. Beautiful. Yeah, so that's me in my, my tanned beach bod. I, we, uh, we sup every night. So we stop at a, a beach, one of those beachside cafes that's only for boomers where it's just like sure. a couple tables on this thing. And sure. It's got a nice little trellis, maybe some, some vines up sure. there and you can feel the some, wind in your hair and they, pasta. they've got a, they've got, they don't have a uh, shoe policy. Like okay. you know, <laughs> yeah, so I can wear course. my, so I can wear what I'm, my rating, which is my open, my like Panama, Panama shirt, but unbuttoned. So yeah. you can see my chest, uh, my hat, my uh, cargo shorts, and then my sandals. Okay. So I feel like this is, definitely not naked but like it's wearing a little less it's wearing a little less than you think at first yeah can i ask how you and your partner did on the newly single game when you got divorced i think our divorce would be amicable oh yeah yeah i feel like it would be he knows it's coming (laughs) i don't know i think that like if we got to a point where we grew so far apart we didn't see us going forward together i think we would be amicably divorced right right we had some we'd have some rocky rocky roads yeah you did even just yesterday. Yeah, I think you called him a piece of shit because he got sick <laughs> or something. He didn't that. get sick. He chose to get his booster before my weekend. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> um, for me, it is the springtime. The flowers are blooming. The birds are singing. We finally conquered uh, winter. You know, it was it was rough going there for the a pandemic's while. Pandemic's over. The pandemic's over. Pandemic is done, been over. This is spring of 2024. And of course, we conquer the pandemic one month from now in February of 2022. You hear, you hear people saying that? This is not a pandemic podcast. I don't want to talk about the pandemic. Um, we're going to conquer it? That we're going to almost have reached herd immunity by like March or April because Omicron is just so fucking virulent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been watching the... Well, part of my job is watching the numbers. Sure. And I think that... It's it's really heartening to see the trends uh, right. that you know a lot of people are getting infected, but there are fewer there are few actual people on ventilators, there are fewer yeah. deaths, and also um, in South Africa and Britain who had to, who have been like sort of our canaries in the coal mine yeah. uh, because they got it first. Um, the 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 um, lines are the graphs are going down. Wow, which is nice. Um, so hopefully that will continue for us. But you know, I was just in a town hall with like the. Um, uh, head of OSU Medicine, and then also like a bunch of people from the NIH, and they aren't willing to to comment like conclusively on it. So I'm, I can't do anything mm. but speculate. Yeah, well, this episode doesn't come out until February first, so I'm assuming by this mm. point we are well and done. <laughs> we have finished, and and we are filming this on January thirty first. So I assume by tomorrow <laughs> the pandemic will be. We're on film. <laughs> yeah, I tape every episode. Did <laughs> oh, I not no. tell you this? What do you call it? Record. I forgot <laughs> what you called it when we were two people. But, but anyway, pandemic's no done. Beautiful spring day. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm walking by the side of the road, by the empty fields where all the wildflowers grow. I'm picking a big batch of wildflowers to take them home, put them in a vase so when my wife gets home from work, she could be like, oh, honey, 
you picked me a bunch of wildflowers. But I say, put that's... Them, put them back. I put them back. <laughs> bury them in the ground. Uh, I think to myself, that's not enough. I have to really come up with something nice. So I get you online. Do the pizza vase. You order a pizza and turn it into a little cup, and then you put the flowers in there. Go online, and I order a pizza <laughs> vase, and I order sausage and green peppers, mm. her favorite pizza vase. Uh, fill it up with water. It it's gets like a an edible wet. arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should put edible arrangements in, is a, a pizza vase. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it comes uh, an hour later. And it's $3 off because it was just a few seconds late. Um, and uh, I put all the little flowers in there that I picked. Uh, and I say, you know what? Still not enough. I want to buy her those um, those those ice cream earrings that she's been wanting, mm. which are <laughs> resin-dipped scoops of ice cream that hang from your ears. So it's like just Christmas a bunch. It's just like a resin shape of an ice cream, but full of, full of melted Mel- milk. Yeah, yeah, melted. Yeah, exactly. Melted cream. So I get online and I see, oof, these are expensive. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a lemonade stand outside. <laughs> it's spring. So I build a lemonade stand and I I go out there in my little, I have a little pair of overalls and a tiny little t-shirt I wear because I figure I'm going to dress up like a kid and more people are likely. Oh, I thought you were going to dress sexy like a sexy car wash. Maybe I will. Maybe I have like a clear kitty heel on and <laughs> I put it out on the road there. Anyway, by the time I'm done building my stand, it you, is. You uh, press your paunch against everybody's uh, window as you. a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Uh, it's late at night, and I live, on, wash. I live on a cul-de-sac, and nobody comes anyway. <laughs> and uh, So this song is... No, your, na- your neighbor probably comes and buys a thing, but you know, you can tell it's charity. Yeah, that makes sense. Like when your friends re- review your books and like buy your CDs and stuff. <laughs> you can tell it's charity. Or like uh, when your friends are like on your Patreon. That's why I've never tried to start a Patreon, because I think that like I could probably get 50 people on it, but they would all be mercy. Hey, bud. Yeah? Welcome to every Kickstarter I've ever run. <laughs> it's the same 50 yeah. people, and I I know all of their names and I feel really bad, but please give me your money. Hey, have you read? I picked up a new book. And I do. Uh, the other day, Field Guide to the Haunted Fo- Ward- Woods Forest. Yeah, it's That's a great a one. Fucking great book. Yes. Pick up a copy. Well, I, he doesn't need us. No, number 14 in poetry. Good for him. He was beating out like fucking E.E. Cummings or yeah. some shit. I don't know. Maya Angelou, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um,. So it's dark now and cold because it's not uh, full spring yet. It's just the beginning of spring, and I'm wearing. Uh, Nobody wants lemonade. I'm, I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing my my tiny little overalls and my tiny t-shirt, and I have to drink the rest of the lemonade because it can't go to waste. So it's just me pouring lemonade down my gullet in the dark in uh, not much clothes. <laughs> I like this song. It's a good song. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A bare naked ladies podcast. Hey, Ev. Are like Saturday morning cartoons still a thing, or is that something that died in the in the eighties and nineties? You know, 90s? I doubt it. I think the advent of streaming probably killed Saturday yeah. morning cartoons. Yeah, because I was watching like a show with my son this morning, and I was like, "Is he watching too much TV?" And then I remembered back to my childhood where I would just like get up at five a.m. and like just sit in front of the TV for five hours. Yeah. Every Saturday. We're having that uh, that problem right now with our son because he used to watch Mister Rogers religiously, which mm-hmm. was great. Yes, my- he would get down on his knees. He would say the rosary. Yes, he would. <laughs> Every he time. He would move his little beads. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, Put on his cardigan. Um, 
<laughs> make the little make the little cross on his forehead. I don't yes. know, what's Mr. Rogers' symbol? Uh, Mr. Rogers' symbol is the. I think the cardi does a good one. Maybe the trolley. But like, if he had like a swastika, like what's the what's the Rogers equivalent oh, of like? Oh, a, oh, so nothing complicated, just like a simple symbol. Yeah, like what would be saying? on the? If you had like a Mr. Rogers flag, what would be on the flag? What symbol? I would think be a on swastika. The, swastika. <laughs> He's taking it back. Uh, no, I don't know a uh, a fucking uh, Daniel Tiger. Is that uh that might be too complicated. I'm just like I'm thinking like a I know and I'm trying to think of hmm. what would be like the fish? Like fish food? So a like shoe? A, a shoe? Okay. He always tosses the shoe up yeah, and then puts the yeah. sneakers on. Yeah, like like a circle cuz he's complete. He's a complete. He's complete. You're complete. Everything's great, you know. A, okay. cir a circle's like a hug. So it doesn't have to be anything that's associated with him right now. It could no. be sort of a symbolic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just okay. saying what 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 like when when Enzo gets that chain that uh you know most people most sure. Christians wear the cross like is it just going to be a circle is it going to be a I think it, little it, peace sign Mr. Rogers flag is well it's the color of love as well so I think it's a red circle mm -hmm. maybe on just like a field of white for like the purity of Mr. Rogers <laughs> that to me strikes me as a very Mr. Rogers-esque so and uh, it's not the flag is a snuggie or a, a what are those something that you could wrap yourself in a and snuggie feel, snuggie snuggie yeah, snuggie snuggie I'm getting all snug under the covers <laughs> I do like that. No, Snuggie is when um, you're wrapped up. They wrap you up so tight you can't get out, and then they just like rub their knuckles oh. along the top of your head. I thought Snuggie is when someone blew their nose across their knuckles. And then <laughs> <gave you> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, so he used to watch Mr. Rogers, and then my mom came in for a week, and she watches a lot of TV with him, but she'll just watch like whatever. She'll just bring up YouTube and be like, mm -mm. Shapes. And then just well, as long as she's watching it with him. Yes, she is. Because just YouTube, the YouTube video. algorithms we learned, we learned at our peril. Oh, really? Yeah, because they'll just start. My son like to watch um, toy videos, mm -hmm. like talking about because he loves he's fucking into Funko Pops and shit like that. And then like my um, in-laws would not walk away, but like be half paying attention, be on their phones or something like that. And then they ended up watching stuff like some YouTuber who talks about toys dying and things like that. And, oh boy. Yeah. Okay, that's fun. And I was like. Yeah, and then um, the Funko Pops came out and they were throwing babies into a blender. I'm like, okay. Jesus. So we had, to, we had to have a hard talk with our in-laws about, we have a YouTube moratorium. You can't watch anything on YouTube Oh now, my God. Just because we can't trust them to, yeah, for real. you know, um, invigilate it. But and that's the, fine. They shouldn't have to. No, yeah. So he, now he's just, now he only has to choose from Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Go, HBO Max, you know, just the standard. <laughs> he has a very limited uh, Yeah, very, very limited palette, you know. Uh, but he is watching uh, fucking uh, Ballistic X versus Sever. <laughs> That's, it's he did watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with us yesterday, yeah, which I, I was a little leery, but you know, whatever. It's fun. It's cartoon violence. He's definitely seen worse. Yeah, that's probably true. There's no blood in that movie. Yeah, bloodless. He could yeah. have watched the Michael Bay ones. Those are bloodless. <laughs> Although there is like torture scenes in them, but yeah, it's yeah. still it's bloodless. It seems, I, I put my foot down with the Michael Bay TMNTs. Unfortunate, but it's fine. Mm, next time around, we're gonna watch those two. Well, next time we'll come over to your house and then you can have Enzo, Enzo, and you and Enzo and me can watch. Uh, He's too young. He'll be fine. He won't even get it. Although I did, I was playing a video game where there is some cartoon violence. It's not cartoon. It's a Spider-Man game, and so Spider-Man's beating up bad guys. And, and he just turned to me and just started beating the shit out of me. And I was like, okay, video game. Joe Lieberman, a game recognized game. You were right. <laughs> this is apparently bad for my kid. I mean, he's too young to explain that you can't do these things. But anyway. Now he watches videos of balls going downstairs. That's the end of what I was trying to say to you. He stopped watching like educational things and is now just watching like oh, yes, he's watching, uh, Blender like tutorials. Physics? Is that what physics, you're Physics, yeah. Say? He's learning about the world and the world he lives. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's just not. It's fascinating. Like it's, the little Rube Goldberg machines. Maybe he'll be an engineer. Yeah, Marble Runs. He loves Marble Whereas Runs. Whereas my son so. is watching like 
regurgitated like animation from like Rainbow Rangers, where it's the same show every time. Really? And that they call it educational because like their their girl, it's like a Captain Planet type show where they go and they rescue animals from like oil slicks and shit like Very that. Educational. But the person who's in charge of them will give a one like thirty second spiel about like oil slicks are dangerous for the planet because like and just read off like a, a two line <laughs> Wikipedia article about yeah. this like. like um, Dictomaceous Earth is something that you can like, and it's just like, it goes over his head, and they're like, "Let's go rescue an otter." <laughs> Sounds great. It's terrible. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Sorry. That's okay. You That's didn't okay. Raise your kid on Mr. I think, Rogers. Yeah, I, I fucked up. I yeah. fucked up. He's he can't he can't. It's too slow for him. You showed him Adventure Time too early. Yeah. I was so forever. excited to show him Adventure Time, yeah. and it's it's ruined him forever. He needs the sights and sounds. But anyway. You know what else is all about sights? Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> sights and sounds. That would be got it memorized. That's right, Got It Memorized, a podcast that finished recapping Kingdom Hearts and has moved on to be podcasts about all sorts of other recaps. Right now they're doing The World Ends With You, and they just finished Neo, The World Ends With You, number 24, week 3, day 7, concluded. Neo. Neo, The World Ends With You is the sequel to The World Ends With You. Neo. I like that they didn't put two, they put Neo, The World Ends With You. That's a very Japanese, you would be like, Shin, The World Ends With You. Um... That came out on January 4th. I thought they were 20? talking to Keanu Reeves' character 20? from Matrix. Ooh, no, his name is Neil. Um, <laughs> if you can believe it, it's so Zeta Day 7 once again, again, yo. That's the description of the episode, which I laugh at. But then again, our latest description for our episode that just came out is something probably equally stupid. Uh, Groundhog Day 2, impossible to explain. Hit the gray note. The worst Popeye impression Evan's ever heard. <laughs> yeah, so none of that makes sense either. It's fine. Oh, boy. Are you into, uh, what's your favorite Square Enix game? If it's not The World Ends With You. Uh, did they do, like, Nobunaga's Ambition? Or is that Koei? Oh, that's Koei. Come on. Just name your favorite Square Enix game. Final Fantasy? Is that one of them? You got it. Which okay. one? The only one I've played recently is the one that ever, like, with Cloud and shit. Wow. I played that back you as, like, an undergrad. Oh, so, like, the 1997 one. You haven't played the remake. The new one. No. Okay. I don't really like RPGs. Weird. I know. <laughs> I, I, I I see the rails and I get angry. Oh, okay. Sure. That I'm is... like, oh, this this is this character's this, and this is their story, and huh. that blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't go to the abandoned hot dog factory <laughs> that I just speak into existence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah I need... Yeah, to the point where RP. I mean, I, I play like Skyrim and shit like that because yeah. I can just go off into the and be like an outlaw man and, sure. <laughs> and eat bears and stuff, <laughs> collect collect cups and <laughs> vacuum desiccate the world. Like yeah. that's my plan. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend yesterday. Is that there's a Skyrim VR now, which is fine. Hmm. But can you imagine spending a hundred hours in a VR game? VR is good for parlor tricks. VR is good. You pull it out of parties well, and I you're like, like, check out this cool VR thing. It'd be great because you could be like exercise too. Because when I, I only play video games, like console games while I'm exercising. Really? Yeah, I get my little exercise bike and I'll just sit with the console game and I'll play Skyrim. Because Skyrim always makes me want to run. Sure. Because you spend so much time jogging. Sure. So yeah, so I just get out, I get it out. Weird. Okay, that's fair, I well, guess. Well, I mean, I, exercise is so boring. I can't I can't think of anything else to I have to do something to entertain myself. I feel like you're punishing yourself though. You are you're you're BF Skinnering yourself into into hating or Pavloving yourself into hating uh Quite the reverse. I'm making myself love exercise, not love, but not dislike exercising because I want to like finish the Boy. Galder amulet quest or something like that. I, so I'll just spend like, like the thing is like time flies when you're playing video games, right? 
Sure. And so if you're just like kind of half half-heartedly pedaling a fucking exercise bike, but then you aren't really getting your exercise in if you're half-heartedly. I mean, either. but still, like yeah, you get an hour and a half up. later of pedaling yeah. my exercise bike at a good clip, like I guess here's the problem with Pavlov. If I eat Brussels sprouts while I jack off. It's either going to make me love Brussels sprouts or hate you. <laughs> which which side am I Pavlovic is the problem. I don't know, man. Yeah. Every time I masturbate, I just taste Brussels sprouts. I don't know. Well, listen to Got It Memorized, a podcast about Brussels sprouts. Back. Now's the time. <laughs> we missed you. We missed you on that break. Um, that you don't know is it's two different Evans and Sakers doing the commercials. So we have to go right. into our learning We're library. In the mirror universe. In the car. This track is on your road mix. What songs come before and after and ooh, ooh. so we're yacht rocking it? I go, oh yeah, we can. So this is on our cruise it. mix. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me look up what defines a yacht rock song again, because I need to uh, to just get some some yacht rock feels. Well, I feel like the um, what's that almond? I don't know what song you're referring to. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> you just had to sing <laughs> you it yourself. Just had to do it twice. Yeah, yeah. for it to make sense. Well, to that's me the, that's it can only be done. Tw- it has to be done at least twice. You know, there's. I feel like there's an album that I really enjoy, and it it it's a Jonathan Colton album, uh, and it's called um, Some Guys. He released it in 2019, and basically all it is is it's a passion project where it's Jonathan Colton singing a bunch of songs that he liked as a kid but i feel like it's all like fucking yacht rock i feel like this kind of turned me onto a bunch of yacht rock songs that i wouldn't have liked before mm-hmm. like um uh how deep is your love or alone again naturally alone again naturally <laughs> or uh you know uh, uh baker street this this you know the sax song uh the fucking the long ass sax solo, you know Baker Street. No, the better one. Oh, your face immediately turned when I called Baker Street better than uh, Carol's Whisper. Um, anyway, so I might want to put one of those yacht rock songs mm-hmm. on here. Maybe mm-hmm. same old Lang Syne. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. There's a spot Spotify playlist called Yacht Rock. Kenny G. Kenny G would be a lot of fun oh, on man, here. Like going home. Some Steely Dan maybe. Do you think is is Toto yacht rock? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Africa definitely is. Yeah, Ro- Rosanna? Rosanna. Yeah, definitely. Well, Rosanna's my jam. Is that the Doobie Bop? Yeah, Doobie with Doobie. So I guess can we each pick one? Of course. Okay, I'm gonna put Rosanna before this. Okay, after this, I'm gonna put. Oh, Rosanna's on this list. How about that? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Give me some other. Give me some other yacht rocky songs. Sure. Uh, Thriller. Uh, n- no. No, the girl is mine. Oh, okay. Is what you're looking at there. Uh, oh, Baker Street is on here. You gotta. You gotta know Baker Street. Um, how about um, Islands in the Stream? 
Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers, uh, just the two of us. Um, some Hall and Oates. You can do Hall and Oates, can't you? <laughs> hmm. Let me think. Uh, don't go breaking my heart, um, Brandy. You're a fine girl. What a good <laughs> wife you would be. Uh, I don't know how many of these do you want. Love will keep us together by Captain Tennille. That's a good one. Um, taking it to the streets. That's a Doobie Brothers. <laughs> What do you want? Mm. What do you want? Steely Dan. I'm just getting. I, I just. I'm having analysis paralysis. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many. There's so many good choices. I don't know if I can do Escape. it. Escape. Parentheses. The Pina Colada song. <laughs> to Pina Colibos. Do, 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 do. Hmm. <laughs> this is truly. I want like a. I'll put a Jimmy Buffett deep cut. Okay. Uh. Well, do you know any of those? No. All right. I, know, I know like the three Jimmy Buffett songs. So let's look up Jimmy Buffett deep cuts. And we're going to pick whatever is the funniest title. Uh, how about whoop de doo by Jimmy <laughs> Buffett? Sounds good. That's <laughs> whoop de doo by Jimmy Buffett. We're going to drop a little bit in right here. If I'm over the moon It's because I'm That's, that's very that's it yeah that's like a that that's one. a good that's a good after after party yeah that is the after party after the party is the after party did we do it of course rosanna we did. and then <laughs> fucking here together and then that's a good ass mix i gotta say a little bit of whoop to do at the end um okay do we spin again now we're fucking nah, I think we're good okay <laughs> now it's time to take an email from our friends our fans our funky little fuckheads you can email us at <laughs> It's All Been Done Podcast. Can, can you say that on the Orange Crows? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, it's All Been Done Podcast at gmail.com. Please, please email us. This is an email from our friend, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Dan. Dan. Sorry, not Daniel. Hi, Dan. Dan. Hello, podcast. Oh, the title of this email is I Miss You. I Miss You Too. Well, I don't really. I fell behind <laughs> on listening to your show last year, and now I'm starting to catch up, and it is making me happy. How long has it been? I'm listening to the How Long episode, and you're in the middle of the Tour de Force. Anyway, you mentioned that BNL should do a tour of B-sides and deep cuts a la Weird Al. My first concert ever was part of BNL's Peep Show Tour in 2003. They did two sets with a Q&A in between. That sounds wow. like a fucking rules. At each show, they played all of everything to everyone. At each show? Jesus Christ. Wow. That's incredible. Getting the bang for your buck. And over the tour... Over the course of the tour, they played every song they'd recorded at least once. It was amazing and made every other show since then seem like a pile of crap. Do I have a question? I guess, since I won't hear this until you've probably ended the podcast, what are you two up to post It's All Been Done American Ladies podcast? How did you? How will you fill your time? Will you still be friends? Is there a been done con planned post-pandemic? <laughs> Thanks for being a fun diversion the past several years, Dan. So, been done con. <laughs> That's what we really, who are the guests that get invited? What are some of the panels? What are the events? That's what I wanted to focus in on, on this question. So it's a, it's a convention based on our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. There's still, there are conventions. I was just looking at the schedule for the uh, Columbus convention center for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you know, one of the things that we have at the GCCC is uh, <laughs> the uh, ERPCon of the TV show Wyatt Earp that went for maybe a season or two still has a convention that people come to based on it. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of hmm. wild. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so if everyone who has ever listened to our podcast comes, 
week? Probably about 500 people. Yeah? Oh, ever. Yeah. I mean, our biggest episode, the Justin McElroy uh, fucking bank job episode, has like probably 1,300 listens. There we go. So let's say 1,300 people. We can guarantee 1,300 so people. Because on the flyer, we put Justin, Justin McElroy <laughs> will be there. Now, can yeah. we get Justin? We tried to get him for this album, but he said, I can't record Sundays and you have no availability during the week. So <laughs> my guess would be that... Well, so here's what we do. We say, Justin, you're the guest of honor. You get paid. We pay for your hotel. We pay for everything. So let's just say that we're, we're, we're sinking $100,000 of our own money in this con. Yeah. I mean, We're done. blowing it out. Done. Well, you know, after you got that nice provost job or whatever it was. Okay, so we're sinking a hundred thousand dollars in. So we can invite Juss, and he does come. Juss, we're on, juice. we're on, we're on the, we're on, we're on first letter basis. Us and Juice, we yeah, call us him J man. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Jiggity Gina. <laughs> <laughs> That's we pay him an extra ten thou. He has to wear a name tag that says Jiggity Gina on it the whole convention. Okay, great. Do you think Justin McElroy is at the point where he would take $10,000? Of course he would. He would do that for free, probably. Wear Jiggity Gina? (laughs) No, he would not do it for free. Uh, No, he's a busy fucking man recording like five podcasts a week and like fucking got his uh, animated, no, not animated series, but the books are coming out. In the troll movie, those troll movie. He he was in a troll movie. Anyway, okay, so but I think we can get him to come if we paid him a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't live so that, is that far our, away. Is that our whole bank? Hundred thousand dollars for JM? I mean, I think we could invite other guests. Who have we had on the pod that would be cheap? <laughs> Let's degrade. We have to do BNL, BNL adjacent people. Yeah. Right? Well, no, because it's not a Bernie Good Ladies convention. It's been done, Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's based oh, on our podcast. Are you fucking now, kidding me? We could get, I mean, we've had a lot of BNL adjacent people. Mm-hmm. We could get uh, Don Waz. He's been on our podcast. Has he? Don Waz has not been on our podcast. <laughs> Who's the producer that we had? Not Don Waz. <laughs> are you sure? 100%. Okay. I feel like. I feel like we had uh, we I feel like we had somebody, didn't we? We did, but it wasn't Don Was. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you based in this for a little bit, buddy. <laughs> um all right. Uh what, who we had uh, Paul Myers. We could have him back. Tyler's grandma? Tyler's grandma. We could definitely get Tyler's grandma. We could probably get um fucking uh 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 Kevin's dad. Who does some work with the podcast oh, yeah? or with the uh, with the band? That would be good. Um, I don't know. We could get we could get our friends. I'm sure the crypto naturalists would show up <laughs> to the convention. Uh, I am sure that we could get uh, friends of the podcast, uh, Cliff from Two D Six, M Manier. Who else? So yeah, so it, it, it been done pod post been done though. I've been done con. So like we don't have any new we don't have any new content. We don't have anything like that. I mean, we do have new content. I mean, we're oh, doing so we're going to record some counting pods. We're doing this pod be giant. So, so yeah, so so one of the uh, the things is is we've we'll record seven live pods and all the guests get to pick. Yes, which that's one? A, that's a panel. Yeah, those are our new. That's an all day panel that's going on all day. Yeah, it's just a it's a gauntlet where we don't stop, but the guest rotates in and out. And then the very last podcast of the day, all seven guests come in, and it's a fucking nightmare podcast. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a, jam, it's a jam sesh at 3 a.m. like on uh, Ships and Dip. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, filk circles at conventions <laughs> where everybody gets in a circle, and they're like, I've got a song. And then they play a fucking horrible song about Captain Picard, and everybody else drums on the back of their chairs or some bullshit. Yeah, there's, only, there's not a lot of rhymes with Picard, and they're all kind of bad. Uh, Picard's getting hard in the back of his car. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, um, okay, so we have a Phil King circle. Hoisted on his own Picard is what we, that song would be called. Yeah, we have eight hours of podcasting. We have Justin McElroy. We have a bunch of people that nobody knows about. We have Ball Pit. Yeah, can we have a how-to panel? How-to what? I don't know. That's my question. What um, do we know better than anybody else? How to lose friends and alien people. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else is there? Uh, we get. I have. We have friends that are crafty. So we talking can, about talking about the bare naked ladies. That's good. Where we play a couple episodes of our podcast and we talk over them like live commentary. That's fun. Like MST3K, mm-hmm. except for our podcast. We roast ourselves. Yeah, that's. Oh fun. man, we get some local comedians to come in and roast. That us. That would be good. I love that idea. Oh, Saker, I hardly matter. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, the guy from Gramelia. We have to invite him. Well, we'll have to have the Gramelias set up like the like. Olive Garden catered. Sure. Yes. Yeah, there'll be the the Gramelia's uh, the, the Gramelia's brunch. Yes, that's good. Okay, Gramelia's tour of brunch. Italy. Uh, there has to be some Venganza representation, as he is sort of mm-hmm. the uh, puppet theater, the mascot of our. Oh, we have a puppet show. Of course we do. That's good. Who's coming to the dealer's room is what I want to know. Because you don't go to the con for the... You go to the con for the dealer's room. Do you? Okay. What, are you, what are they selling here? What are they trying to... What are they merching out? What are they selling? Well, we get Tea Public there selling two varieties of <laughs> It's All Been Done American Ladies Podcast t-shirts. Uh, you know, we sold another one the other day. FYI. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that royalty check. Bud, I'll give you your $2 very <laughs> soon. Um... And what else? Uh, who else is in the dealer's room? I feel like, uh, does anyone cosplay as us? Almost 100%. Yes. There's cosplayers for all of the characters. So there's one guy on stilts and one guy with a uh, like curly wig. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's our cosplay. Because <laughs> I am very tall and you've got curly hair. <laughs> our two defining features. <laughs> you are eight foot nine and I have a mop on my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, are there any other characters that stand out through the It's All Been Done podcast? Uh, well, we got all the characters. We got Caravaggio, the car wash man. Sure. We got Venganzo. We got John Haddle. <laughs> oh, there's a <laughs> lot of John Haddle cosplayers. <laughs> the only thing we know about John Haddle is he has like a septum piercing. Yeah. Uh, you've got Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> Grimes. <laughs> Grimes. Oh, do you think we could get Grimes? Musical guest yes, Grimes. Grimes. We don't invite the Vernicid ladies. We get fucking Grimes instead. Yeah, absolutely. We because uh, everyone knows Grimes is a big fan of our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we get the that uh, Dutch artist who is a was, was Alex. <laughs> oh, can we get Alex? I think we can certainly get Alex. Is that who you were talking about? No, the the artist who wrote a question into us. I don't remember his name, but oh. he, he did a he does a famous like art strip in the Netherlands. Oh fuck, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I didn't. No, you're. He's our most famous you're a fan. Man than I, yeah. All right, this actually turned out to be a pretty good convention. I would definitely come. Yeah, especially because it costs nothing to go. Oh, it's free. We've invested a hundred thousand. We recoup from this. We don't. Okie dokie. No, this is the end. And then the final panel is call the police and call my friend. Where we each kill ourselves on stage because we're in a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Yes. Perfect. Love it. Great. Come say goodbye. Come say to goodbye. To the BNL guys. Come say goodbye. Come say goodbye with fans. <laughs> Ebo. Hmm. The end. A happy, happy ep. Yeah. We were in a good mood. <laughs> we made it. We didn't think about Shadow once. Oh, <laughs> why do you bring up Shadow? <laughs> People have to be cosplaying Shadow in a little, a little bit. bit. Oh, man. Oh, the furry contingent needs to be represented. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh, like man. That. Shadow Little Bit Slash. Oh, ooh. <laughs> one of those <laughs> is dead. 
<laughs> can't remember which one anymore. Well, zombies are pretty popular. That's true. Do you think there's any like zombie? I'm oh, sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. But but you can't fuck a zombie. You certainly can. Like there's. You have to knock the, the bottom yeah. jaw off. I mean, they can't bite you. And once you knock the bottom jaw off, what? Are well, they I mean, what if can? there's like a there's a um? I'm sure that there are like porn parodies where it's like the zombies are just become hor- super horny. Oh sure. Like sex they don't sex. want to bite you, they want to fuck you. Yeah. So yeah. And when they fuck you, there's there is no zombies. possible way that has not yeah. been made. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Is that what you're plugging this week? <laughs> Your sex zombie Wattpad fan fiction. <laughs> You know me. Great. Uh, it's going to be up on an archive of our own. Ooh, starting, starting tomorrow. Okay. A 17 episode or series starring me. How would we me. find it? <laughs> Evan Dicken. Do we search for just uh, chart the clouds on AO3? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You need to, to get access, you need to purchase and rate my book. <laughs> when is, is that out by now? It's February 1st today. Um, I think the... Uh, audiobook and digital version I think come out on like January 18th but because of printing delays due to COVID I don't think the actual physical book's coming out till like February sometime oh, okay sounds good keeps getting pushed back but that's a bummer yeah. do you think it'll eventually get cancelled I mean I'm gonna get cancelled any minute <laughs> hey, now once people read that book I'm <laughs> just saying what everybody's thinking Evo <laughs> what are you plugging uh, I don't do anything creative anymore I mean, our album is coming out eventually, but we don't have shows. Uh, I do this podcast. Should I plug that? Yeah. Okay. Stop by my house on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Come watch one of my tabletop role-playing games I run. That's what I'm plugging. <laughs> I'm plugging uh, people sitting in my backyard and watching me run a game. Do you think that'll be fun? You can set up like uh, folding chairs and stuff. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Sell, sell ticks. Sell those ticks. That could be part of Ben Duncan. <laughs> All right. Great. Actual plays. We did do an actual play on this podcast, so that really could be a part of it. Do you remember that? No. It was a million years ago. No, don't. That was for a tiny little song. Little I remember. Song. Okay, well, whatever. Goodbye. Bye. See you again. Hopefully I wasn't being recorded. I think women are great. Okay. I think there should be more of them. <laughs> I think there should be 100% more of them. <laughs>